Bright Sounds, the voice of Brightworld. Hello and welcome back to Bright Sounds, Brightworld Guardianship's podcast channel. My name is Leah Ferris and in today's episode I am joined by Brightworld's regional manager, Louis Spice, and our managing director, Lana Foster. Hello to you both. Hello. Good evening, Leah. As Guardians, we helped facilitate the return of international borders this past September, offering quarantine and providing COVID-safe airport transfers. And even before that, we were collaborating with partner schools, tirelessly working to make sure that our students felt safe enough to return to their studies here in the UK. After a warm summer of preparation, we couldn't be happier to report that the majority of our students have now returned and are doing a fantastic job settling in for the new academic year. However, for many of our students, making it to the UK was a pretty big deal. Travel restrictions are still in place and many of our students are looking to avoid quarantine upon arrival into the UK and in some cases upon arrival when they travel back home. So many of our students and parents are now making some really difficult decisions with the Christmas holidays on the horizon. In today's episode, Lara and Louis will be talking about the options that we have in place for all of our overseas students across the UK. Uh, Louis, I will hand this over to you. Thank you very much, Leah. Um, Right, I'll get straight to it. Um, As you've already said, we all know it's been a very challenging and very different year to normal. Um, As if guardianship organisations such as Brightwell didn't already have enough to think about during the regular school year, then a global pandemic came along to really complicate things. Um, Arrangements have had to be completely changed from the norm in some cases. Uh, Christmas, for example, is normally a time when all our overseas students return home. How will things be different this year, Lana? Yes, well, indeed. Um, It's going to be different. Uh, I don't think we really thought during the summer that the quarantine, it's about the quarantine, really. Um, Mm -hmm. And I didn't think that the quarantine would still be in place you know, for the Christmas holidays, we realised students wouldn't go home for half term, but Christmas is looming and it's it's not that far away now. There's no sight of any quarantine restrictions being lifted for coming into the UK from the countries that are not on the exempt list already. In fact, all that, all that seems to be happening is more countries are being asked to quarantine on arrival. Yeah, you're right. I think um, it seems as though we were all certainly maybe a bit too optimistic earlier on in the year with regards to um, quarantine measures and everything else. Um, But yeah, so you mentioned these quarantine lists um, and Hong Kong recently added the UK to their quarantine list. Sorry? That was a (laughs) curveball. Well, because Hong Kong, throughout the whole thing, Hong Kong students have been able to travel freely. Oh, of course, yes, yes. So they've been able to come into the UK with no quarantine and return home with no quarantine. And so because Hong Kong represent a huge number of the students that are studying here, you know, they're a massive percentage. They're second only to China. Um, there are, you know, thousands of Hong Kong students here um, that actually 
we all thought so. Whatever happens to all the other nationalities, Hong Kong is still going to be able to go home for half term and Christmas. Yes. Last week, the curveball was that Hong Kong have classed the UK as a high risk country. Mm-hmm. And therefore, although Hong Kong students can still come fly into the UK without quarantining, when they go home to Hong Kong, they have to not only have a, a COVID free test 72 hours before they fly, but they then have to quarantine in a hotel for 14 days on returning. Right. So, this we heard last week. So from last week, we realised that all these thousands of Hong Kong students, if that's still all in place for December, which it will be, very likely, Mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to go home either. Yes. Um, You're exactly right. And I think this has been um, one of the biggest problems we've faced is obviously how quickly things can change. Um, The quarantine list being one of them, Um, As you said, Hong Kong, all summer, um, their students were allowed to to fly here with no measures. And then suddenly that changes and then we have to rethink everything again. Um, So there is possibilities that um, some students won't be able to get home at Christmas. Um, So how are Brockwell going to support these students that can't get home? Well, we're working hard on it already and we have been for the last two weeks. So we wrote to all of our parents two weeks ago, and we still assumed that lots of Hong Kong students wouldn't go home anyway because of the general nervousness about taking long journeys. We had actually already emailed Hong Kong parents as well to say, you know, we think your child's going to have to stay at Christmas. What, what do you want us to do to help you? So we're getting lots of replies already. We've got lots of people booking into host families. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're delighted to know that our host family network are stepping up and agreeing to host the students at Christmas. Um, And also, of course, we have our Cambridge Relax and Revise at Christmas programme, which is also filling up. So um, we're way in advance and we hope that all of our students will um, be able to either go to host families or to Cambridge. Okay, um, excellent. And are there any provisions in place for... Um, for students if they cannot go to Cambridge or to host families? Yes, well, I am starting to get a little concerned that our host family network won't be enough to cope with all of the students, particularly now with the Hong Kong curveball, as I call it, Mm -hmm. um, because that's an awful lot of additional students staying. Um, And Cambridge Melkoy College has an infinite number of places available and we don't want to have too many in rooms we're sticking to twins or triples so the 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 availability is less there so i am 
starting to discuss with my colleagues at King's Education possibilities of extending our residential provision and having other residential centres available. Oh, wow. Okay, very interesting. So, hot off any, the press, Louis. <laughs> any, any news on locations yet, then? Well, I would not, I know, I couldn't possibly reveal the locations <laughs> because we're still under secret discussions with various boarding schools. So it, they will be at boarding schools if we run them, if we're able to run them. Um, and we're having discussions with several schools. But that's all I can really say at the moment. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to hearing more about that at, um, another time then. Yeah. Um, I mean, seriously, the, the amount of preparation and thought that's got to go into doing this, if we do it, is very much more than it would normally be if you were putting together a, a you know a, a, a center for groups of, of children for a, for a holiday period because of the COVID nineteen scenario and situation, yeah, and the risk that somebody on the Christmas program may present with symptoms during the program. So we are. It's taking longer to put something together because we're having to do very intricate risk assessments and have contingency planning in place um, for for any eventuality that we can imagine. Yeah, it's three D chess. Yes, three D chess exactly, <laughs> and trying to second guess anything that may happen, which, as we all know at the moment, is um, probably what we spend most of our time doing. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, like you said, it just fits with the theme of how the whole summer's been, basically. Um, it's, it's just been so much more difficult than normal in terms of planning anything. Um, so, and, you know, hopefully that won't continue much longer, but we, we have to be prepared for that, I guess. Um, so lastly, will there be um, quarantine provisions in place for January starters? Oh, yes. Well, yes. And also half term mm -hmm. because we have some students who have just had decided to actually come back after half term and so in Cambridge we're we're running our half term relax and advise program until the 1st of November and mm -hmm. then in the 2nd of November through to I think about the 25th of November we can offer quarantine there because then, of course, after that, any arrivals after the 25th would coincide with our Christmas programme. So the last arrivals would be allowed on about the 25th of November. Um, but then Christmas also, we are anticipating a lot of new arrivals, you know, students who've deferred until January, yeah. wanting and needing quarantine in January, will be able to offer that in our risk assessed host families where they're not hosting you know, once they're because they're probably going to be hosting Christmas students. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the quarantine start date after Christmas in January is going to be a little late because we've got to get everyone back to school 
from the Relax and Revise Christmas programme, which finishes on around the, the 11th at the moment of January. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the, the quarantine programme from January will be available from about the 12th, say between the 10th and 12th of January. So we'll be working with, with people coming back to say, look, can you delay your, your return or your arrival until we can facilitate your quarantine? So it's quite complicated. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, <laughs> well, uh, thank you very much. I've become a quarantine expert. I never knew that. <laughs> we be. really have. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing how much thought has gone into this overall. I mean, I was only aware of some of the plans that we had in place, but it really does sound like you and the whole team are working really hard to make sure that we have as many options in place as possible. Yes, I think that's right. And we, you know, because we we did so much work um, over the summer, the spring and summer, getting the students back and making them feel secure enough to, to make, as you say, Leah, that that amazing journey back mm-hmm. um, and now what we need to do is to keep that momentum going and really make them feel that we're here for them with any eventuality and that we're trying to think of everything and help them and the schools to, to be able to keep them here and safe so that they can complete their academic studies which of course is what it's all about at the end of the day absolutely yeah and even with stuff coming up in the woodworks from the sounds of it. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. I, I, sorry, Louis. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, we, uh, we'll eagerly anticipate further details about the uh, other provisions. That the, secret, the secret centres will be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> I um, it's giving me a sense of control and power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say anything because it may not even happen. You know, it's in really in early stages of development, but I'm, I'm confident that we'll come up with something. That's great. And I'm sure I speak on behalf of all of us here at Bright World that we sincerely hope that all of our students, those who do travel home, those that are going to stay with us here in the UK, and to all of their families, that we hope they have a phenomenal winter holiday when that does come around. Uh, Louis, Lana, thank you both so much for being here today and hopefully relieving any holiday-related anxiety our listeners might have been experiencing at at this time. Thank you, Leah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, everyone, so much for tuning in and we can't wait to hear from you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bright Sounds, a podcast from Brightwell Guardianships. If you're interested in finding out more about anything we've discussed today, please visit our website www.brightworldguardianships.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to find out more. Bright Sounds is available as a podcast on major podcast platforms or by subscribing directly to us on Podbean. Please look forward to more fascinating interviews and discussions with our Brightwell team and expert guests. Take care and we'll hear from you at our next Bright Sounds podcast.